Welcome to Lifelines, a poem to save the day, every day for 40 days. My name is Martin Rowe, and in these short episodes, a poet reads one of their poems and talks a little about it. An awakening, perhaps, a prayer, a lifeline to take you through a day, or send you into a night. Welcome, and thanks for joining us. Today, our poet is Podrego Tuma. The word became flesh and camped among us. I've got nothing to be ashamed of in the manhood department, if you know what I mean, he said, grabbing flesh inside his jeans. We were gathered round a barbecue, cooking meat we hadn't beaten to death, and the talk had turned to manhood, so the man had turned to size. I was watching him, eye to eye, so I saw his moves, his practised execution. I wondered if he saw in us what he hoped to see in us, if his practices had made perfect. Of course, it was met with laughter and some banter about sausage, but then the talk turned to virtue and the measure of a man, his love for his family, his love for his wife, his prayer life, his temptations, his resistance to temptations, his provision, his love for his God who had created him. And then one man named a grief and another named a vice. One man asked for prayers for consolation. One man phoned his wife. They became all brotherhood and solidarity. I made campfire tea and thought about my shame and wondered if I could ever name it in such a place, all yearning and all burning fire. We pitched tents and unpacked bags, pissed beer and tea into flowing streams. Later, to the sound of sleep and men's dreams, I sat by the fire. I stoked the heat. For a long time I've been trying to write poetry that speaks about experiences of masculinities and I think there are all kinds of experiences where some men don't feel like they fit into the groups of men that they're part of and for me growing up there was nothing worse than church camp for the men. Uh, There was all these initiation rites, there was all this expectation about what a man would be, all these understandings that the Guys who weren't married, we were spoken of as the unmarrieds. And, oh, in years to come, brothers, it'll all come true. And I knew that that wouldn't be the case. And so this poem is a a kind of a composite poem reflecting on a variety of stories of feeling, of being part of something without feeling part of something. The word became flesh and camped among us. I've got nothing to be ashamed of in the manhood department, if you know what I mean, he said, grabbing flesh inside his jeans. We were gathered round a barbecue, cooking meat we hadn't beaten to death, and the talk had turned to manhood, so the man had turned to size. I was watching him, eye to eye, so I saw his moves, his practised execution. I wondered if he saw in us what he hoped to see in us, if his practices had made perfect. Of course, it was met with laughter and some banter about sausage, but then the talk turned to virtue and the measure of a man, his love for his family, his love for his wife, his prayer life, his temptations, his resistance to temptations, his provision, his love for his God who had created him. And then one man named a grief and another named a vice. One man asked for prayers for consolation. One man phoned his wife. They became all brotherhood and solidarity. 
I made campfire tea and thought about my shame and wondered if I could ever name it in such a place, all yearning and all burning fire. We pitched tents and unpacked bags, pissed beer and tea into flowing streams. Later, to the sound of sleep and men's dreams, I sat by the fire. I stoked the heat. Find all episodes of Lifelines, Season 1 and Season 2, at lifelines-book.com. That's where you'll also find more on our poets and their poems, and on Lifelines the Book, a collection of notes on life and love and faith and doubt. As well as our poets, this podcast is giving thanks to Malcolm Doney and to Rick Lee for making the music and editing each episode, and to you for tuning in.